6.50 p.m. Monday, December 30th, 2019. Episode number 766 of Oh Yeah Dude. My name is Jonathan. This is Seth. Hello, Seth. Hello, Jonathan. Oh Yeah Dude. America through the eyes of two American Americans. What are you enjoying? A little Coke Zero out of your mug? Out of my Bosch mug? Show I've never seen. <laughs> mug that you love? Mug I love. Show I've not seen. How good does the Coke Zero taste out of a Bosch mug? It's so. You look like a grizzled detective. It's just so good. Oh man. With a cup of Joe. Gonna just find pouring that. over some files. Let me go over these files and find that perp. <laughs> one last. One, one last. Pour out. Pour over these one more time. Maybe yeah. I missed something. Maybe we need to go to a maybe diner. There's a, maybe there's a pattern I'm not seeing. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on, Zodiac. It's a pattern here. Brain Pat. games. Celebrity brain games. Ugh. First, I told you it was on Sunday, December 1st. Then I told you it New was Year's. on Wednesday, February 5th. Now they're telling me it's on Monday, January 20th. Good luck. I'll keep you posted. Wow. Every episode, I have to fucking tell listeners when Celebrity Brain Games is going to fucking be on. What's what They're messing up. What's going on over there? They're, I think they're scared of their product. But now they've brought it closer. I guess Maybe this it. is one of the games. Then they'll yeah, like, it'll be revealed in the they, pilot. Seth, tell us the nine dates that we were supposed to be on. Okay, <laughs> let me go in like, well, well, well Wapner. Fucking, uh, there he goes. And you are a celebrity. You're the celebrity winner. America's Rain America's Man. America's next best celebrity Rain Man game winner. <laughs> Um, uh, who who what channel is that on? That's gonna be PBS? on Nat Geo, okay. but not on Disney Plus. Nat Geo, I think Nat Geo, Nat Geo. Jonathan, don't ask. It's too hard to keep track now. So they don't. That's Nat not Geo the, is a Disney Plus property. And and but Nat it's, Geo is a channel still on your cable system. Yes. People have cords these days. People still have, they cut the cords. So, but if I want to see something that Nat Geo puts out on their channel, I can't just go to the app and watch it. There? Oh, I guess it, it app meaning the programming that they put Disney on their Plus? channel. It's a different thing? That's a great question. Do you think if you could go to Disney Plus after you watch Mandalorian, let's say. The last episode. Finally. But not because they're going to do another season. Well, they're filming another season right now, but this is the season finale that just aired and I haven't seen it yet. What non-actor appears in this episode? <laughs> I don't know. I think the end. This last one, they don't. They cut all the shit, and they kind of get down to okay. brass tacks and 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 give you a little something to hold you over for the next year and a fucking half. I have to wait for six more episodes. Okay. Welcome to the fucking UK. Okay. Welcome to the BBC of streaming. Okay. They're filming now. They're like, oh, like like summer of 2021 or something like that. I was like, you can't do this to me. Why do they like, do it to you? It's just I so rarely give a fuck about anything. But then if it is something I care about, one of two things happens. Yes. It either gets canceled because it's actually bad. <laughs> it's a show I love and it's bad. Or, or they're like, we're going to make new ones. It'll be out in two years. And by then, I couldn't bring myself to get back into the headspace. I think I still... You think I still care? I was in. All you had to do was just keep feeding yeah. me. My enthusiasm was curbed 10 years ago. You, you're coming back again? Yeah, are you coming back on? With, oh, you're coming back with again? John Ham? Like John Ham was John, I'm gonna hang myself because John Ham in the Mandalorian yet? No. Maybe. Maybe we don't we didn't we didn't know. He's playing a, a droid. 
Wait a minute. Reveal. Easter egg. Fucking <laughs> Easter egg. It's the ham. I. Johnham at gmail.com. Oh, God. John Hammeroni? John Ham at gmail.com. That's his email address. Everyone wants it. Okay, that's right, because you guys were, you hung out that night. <laughs> well, he said he wanted to be on the show. I said my I would be remiss if I didn't introduce myself. My podcasting partner would probably never talk to me again if I told him I was standing in line with you for 20 minutes and didn't say anything. And he said, podcast? Podcast? Comedy? <laughs> email <Yeah>. me. <laughs> guest? I said, we've never had a guest, but... I think Seth would probably make an exception. He would have an exception you know what for you. I, do? I would give him my microphone. And I leave. would just sit and stare at him, like stare and put gaze my chin into in his my eyes hands and gaze at him. We're actually going to do it at that the Fourth Wall amazing. Comedy Club down here. On oh, you've seen the Fourth Wall next to Seven Eleven on Western. <laughs> Meet us over there. Meet us at the Fourth Wall. Miss America 2.0. What does that mean? It's new, baby. This ain't your mama's Miss America, or maybe your grandmama's. This ain't your grandmama's Miss America. Meaning, this is your different Miss values, America. different outfits, different looks. Looks put away. Put your swimsuit away. Is that oh, a bikini? No more bikinis. No, they do it old school, like the turn of the century when you see the pictures on the it's beach. It's like a bathing. Yeah, they're wearing bathing like garters, ba bathing back. slacks. <laughs> ba bathing slacks. Get out your bathing slacks. It's Miss America. Get out there. <laughs> Get on the beach in Coney Island. You freezing? <laughs> you onesie. A leap into the future. In step with the past. Don't know what that means. Is that like... Yeah, I don't know. An honors graduate from Virginia Tech with degrees in biochemistry and systems biology. I'm pursuing a doctor of pharmacy at Virginia Commonwealth University with my eyes set on the pharmaceutical industry. I'm Miss Virginia, Camille Schreier. Whoa. Camille. All right. All right. I'm listening. Yeah, what, I have to. What what pharmaceutical drugs are you yeah, on right yeah. now? <laughs> so you tell me what you take. What do you push? Are you a pusher woman? Oh, you're gonna be a pusher woman. You're a pusher woman. And your pencil skirts and, and like what are you rolling in that bag that's got you so pepped up? This is the talent portion of the pageant. She went with a science experiment, a chemistry demonstration. I as a make a talent. She make a volcano with baking soda? Literally made a foaming volcano with baking soda. No. No. And one Miss America. It's not possible. Science is all around us. So she popped two more pills backstage, her pet pills from Merck. Merck, pet pills. I've loved science since I was a little girl, and now I have the opportunity to pursue the career in science that I'd always dreamed of, being a drug pusher woman. With a rolling briefcase. With a rolling briefcase and a pencil skirt. In step with the past, looking towards the future. Science is a talent. Well, it's a science. Juggling's a talent. Science is science a science. Is a science. <laughs> but so, okay. Thank you. I mean, if you could juggle a Bunsen burner, three Bunsen burners, talent. Talent. It's my mission to show kids that science is fun, relevant, and easy to understand. Now, you've probably seen a bottle of hydrogen peroxide. Maybe when you had a cut and you used it to clean out the wound. Okay? Absolute last thing you're supposed to do. Terrible advice, scientist Is that lady. true? 100% worst thing. I double well, because it. Because it, it kills? It kills all, anything good, it kills. Anything good, it kills. UID. UID. <laughs> Literally destroys all of anything around. It kills the... all bacteria, good or bad, right? It's indifferent. 
But isn't if you're trying no. to clean you're soap and water. I looked up like nine different wound websites and like looked at. So what is it for? If it's not for that, then what Science. are you supposed to use it for? For volcanoes? Science. <laughs> for like to win Miss America. <laughs> for gargling? Mm, I don't know. I'll have to check on that. You might have to cut that down. Like, I don't want you to go full. Sometimes I pour it in my ears. Can you do that? Yeah, it eats away at the wax and then it comes out. But does it eat away at the good wax? Because you need to have a little I think good it, wax. Clearly it eats away at everything. It's it's a it's an indiscriminate killer. Oh, it's a killer. <laughs> uh, hydrogen peroxide is a chemical that's breaking down slowly all the time. Have you ever wondered why it's packaged in a brown bottle? No, because it's light sensitive. You know what? You're right, but no, never, Actually, ever, me neither, ever. <laughs> Wonder why that's in a brown bottle. Maybe I'll find out in a few years from Miss America 2.0. <laughs> Um, it's because the light, like Jonathan said, from the sun <laughs> speeds up its breakdown. So it's packaged. Breakdown. In, it's packaged in a dark bottle. Yeah, if you went to breakdown and then you did like, if you did like a moonwalk and then the worm, I'd be like, all right, she's doing something. Very talented. She's doing something. She's clearly it's talented. It's because the light from the sun speeds up its breakdown. So it's packaged in a dark bottle to protect it from light. But light and time aren't the only thing that break down hydrogen peroxide. Catalysts are chemicals that are used to speed up reactions. And what <laughs> we're about really to going watch for is the catalytic decomposition of hydrogen peroxide. <laughs> when cuts to the audience and everyone is like gobsmacked, like mouths drop, like, <gasps> but be careful. Puts on enormous, like, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> like, these are Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's glasses. Puts on her fucking goggles. <gasps> but don't try this at home. Why not? Now, in my flasks are concentrated hydrogen, hydrogen peroxide, food coloring, and dish soap, dish soap. I'm about to pour in potassium iodide, my catalyst, which will start the breakdown. Now, this reaction is very simple. It only processes three, produces three things, water, Oxygen, gas, and heat. Then all of a sudden, she pours them in these beakers, and then blue, green, and pink foam just... And as the foam comes out, <gasps> you know, audible gas from thousands of dummies. <gasps> the heat is formed in the breaking of the bond within the hydrogen peroxide molecule, and the oxygen gas is trapped in the dish soap, which forms the foam. So you, we can see how far the reaction has progressed. Now, the next time that you see a bottle of hydrogen peroxide, I hope you impress your friends with what you've learned and keep an eye out because science is really all around us. Well, first of all, she said, don't do this at home. And then she said the next time, but at at your friend's house. Exactly what I did. Don't fuck up one step or you'll die. Science. Don't try this at home. But if you're at your friend's home, it's okay. Crowd goes fucking Banana. This is miles ahead of anything we've ever but, seen. Yeah, because the girl before is doing like she's Playing doing the baton thing from like the fifties. What is you know like baton swirling? Baton. It's great, ba, 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 actual ba, 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 talent. Yeah. But like, I don't think we do that thing anymore. No. Like that. It's uh, it's sexist. Oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> Crowd loses their minds. Miss America. Um. Not a talent. No. Uh, if I said to you, hey, uh, just go out there, pour this into this, this into this, and this into this, and the exact same thing will happen that if I did it, not a talent. No, it's not a talent. It's a science. It, it's science. <laughs> but also, 
I, that's what happens. The heat thing, when you pour it in your ear, it starts to react and it starts to foam in your ear it and it gets very warm. Is that good? Uh, I would think. 888-842-2357. Ear, nose, and throat doctor. However you say that word. Remember we tried to say that word, earth, orthanolate. It's a very difficult word to say. Oh, right. Orthanolate? Or no. anathanol or, or something. Whatever yeah. you do, you're great. You have an impossible... If you do something that's impossible to pronounce, Poodcaster, you're doing a great thing. Um, I want them to call and tell us if that's proper. I mean, I don't do it like I mean, you do it daily. What, times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, <laughs> and show days. I, do it all, I only do it on show days, <laughs> Mondays, Fridays, days. Sundays. <laughs> Full moons. Yeah, I don't know if that's... I don't want you pouring anything. I don't want you putting anything in your ear smaller than an elbow, and I don't want you pouring anything in your ear that hasn't been vetted. What do you think? Otolaryngologist. That's a tough word to say. Otolaryngologist. Sounds good. Otolaryngologist. Oh, you said it real fast there. The faster you say it, the more I'm going to believe it. Otolaryngologist. Oh, yeah. Ear, nose, and throat doctor? Yeah, Jonathan's got a friend. He is one. He's a great ornithologist. He says, pour hydrogen peroxide in your holes. At all times. At all times. <laughs> all holes, all the time. Fuck. <laughs> if you feel it starting to heat up. Oh, if it, then you know it's working. Then you know you're if it's a talented, up, a talented the ear scientist. Canal? Oh, yeah, that means it's working. I got to get this shit out of my ears somehow. You don't let me stick anything in there anymore. Nope. So I got to pour solutions that dissolve it into its own. You got to go to my guy that I went to and he'll clean your shit up. That's. Say Seth from I yeah Dude sent you. You get the I yeah Dude rate. Mad cheap. Why? Pay him cash or whatever? Yeah, like 28 bucks or something? Yeah, it's like 16 bucks. <laughs> it's like less than a movie ticket. Go in there. He'll put the camera in. And if he's got to take it out, he has a little hooked a vacuum suction that just yeah will pull everything but he out. can watch that while you it's... get to keep what he does you can do a sculpture or like a like placenta you can put it into a encase it in lucite yeah spell out i yeah do uid in your earwax <laughs> make dangly earrings out of them <laughs> little bouillon cube earrings. look oh is that bouillon cubes i need that for my uh my roast it's actually my ear hold on but try it usa today snapshots americans that say the use of marijuana should be, uh, oh. should remain illegal. Oh, remain illegal. Or be made legal. Oh, you have the choice. You got two choices here. Legalize it. What side are you on? Or keep it fucking. Legalize it. <laughs> What's the other song? Keep it criminal. I think yeah, it's the other. That's it. Got that was... to keep it criminal. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gonna keep it criminal. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Jaja, that was a, It's not as popular of a of a reggae hit, but it, it did peak. It peaked in like '81, the reggae charts. Keep it fully illegal. Oh yeah, go to jail. Yama. So, I love that song. This is uh, depends on what side you want. There's there's reggae for everyone. There's reggae for everybody. All walks. Uh, so these are the generations the silent generation the boomer generation gen x millennial and overall which was not a okay. actual generation but a cumulative generation. but what is silent is that a generation or is that that's like old old ass people they're they're called the silent generation yeah, shut up <laughs> shut the fuck shut the fuck up, up you old ass fuck. i don't know shit remain when i was a shut up back in the shut up 
So when we were shut up, remain illegal. Sixty-four percent of the silent generation believes it should be. Just boom. Thirty-five percent of the boomers. Okay. Thirty-four percent of Gen Xers. All right. Twenty-two percent of millennials. That's our flavor. And overall, thirty-two percent cumulatively of all generations believe it should remain illegal. So what? What was the silent generation? Was what percent? Sixty-four percent. What were millennials? Twenty-two. Ooh. Now, silent generation thirty-five percent believe it should be made legal. Okay. Boomers sixty-three percent. Gen Xers, 65%. Here we go. Millennials. 76%. My people. Percent. My generation. 67% of generations, av on average, of all generations, believe uh, Americans should legalize Yeah, because like millennials the ganj. like me, I'm not a fucking afraid of it. Um, the international herb. <laughs> never, heard that. never heard that. It's a culture song. Oh, okay. Culture Club? No, Culture. I don't know. If there's a band called Culture, they should need to know that there's already a band called Culture Club. Well, the Culture Club should have known that there was already a band called Culture. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Hi, I'm Man Jorge. I'm Boy George. <laughs> what do we have a problem here? Yeah. Um, Man Jorge is. Uh, funny. Um, yeah, they were a reggae trio. Were they really? <laughs> what? What? Oh, this? This is my Spyderco? My Spyderco. I keep it in my pocket. It's my daily carry. You gotta be careful. I, you know how long part it of my, took me to try to figure out how to close this fucking thing? My, part I eventually of my, had to go on YouTube. Part of my like, EDC. You got yours on you too? Yeah, duh. I like how we both have our fucking pieces on us when we when we pod. Thought you'd like I'm so scared. I'm going to put the microphone down to close it. I was trying to watch videos how it. to do it one-handed because I wanted to Because that's the whole thing about these. The, the Spyderco's, uh, well, first of all, the, let me see it real quick. I had to watch a YouTube video to figure out how to close it. So you just carry a knife on you like that. I was trying to, I was trying to emulate. This is fucking dope. This is a nice little carry. Hey, be careful with that. That's my Spyderco. Oh, I like how you did that. You should be able to one-handed close it, but... Yeah, I was too scared. Spent an hour trying to figure out how to fucking close the thing. I just was like, I should call. I was like, I should call him and let him know. I'm, I'm like watching a YouTube fucking Spyderco video. How are the ads that pop up now when I'm on the internet? How is that? <laughs> he should have... treating me. Should have gone private on that one. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I'm still not on that VPN. I'm still not down. Oh, dog. It's insane. It goes hard they'll go hard on you as soon as you start oh man oh you oh you into this yeah i bet you are here how about oh, some of these into this? i'll tell you what else you're into no <laughs> it's uh actually not non-stop speaking of millennials i was on a millennial website because i i like to know where i like to be in the know where your people are at. So I was on a website that I guess they call themselves the Culture of Now because they're an entertainment and pop culture website. I guess they're called Uprocks. I don't, that's just what they're called. I guess they're geared towards millennials. <laughs> cool. So, sounds cool. Sounds cool. What, uh, sounds like a cool website. Well, what do, what do I need <laughs> to know? check it out. Well, a millennial like myself, I should, you know, I'll probably know what they're talking about. Do they have an app? Turns I out can... I do know what they're talking about. You're talking about me. The podcast that defined the decade. Jonathan, the 2010s, they were the decade of the pod. 
The medium of blabbing into the worldwide void had been around for a few years and when 2010 dawned, but it was really these past 10 years that solidified podcasting as its own quadrant of the entertainment industry. These are true words. As we close out this decade, it's common to see star podcasters get book, movie, and TV deals. What? Uh, <laughs> I mean, it oh, is. I get <laughs> just not. Okay. While pulling in megawatt guests like John Hamm. <laughs> the forum is all grown up. Since we listen to a lot of podcasts over around these parts, because they're millennials, that's all millennials do is listen to podcasts. We'd throw down the 12 podcasts. We thought we'd throw down the 12 podcasts that defined podcasting over the decade. Iconic examples from several genres that straight up changed the game. We're mostly focused on podcasts that have been running for years that are definitive examples of the form. Definitive examples of the art and form. The talent. Let's dive into podcasts that define the decade. Boom, here we are, right at the... Well, we're going to dive in, jump in this pool. I guess you're on Hobart. I guess you dove into Hobart. I mean, Jonathan, there's a lot of podcasts that happened this decade that they could have decided what to find. I guess before they got to Serial, before they got to Rogan, before they got to Marin, they said, you know what? Let's dive in. Oh, uh, yeah, dude. Jonathan Larroquette and Seth Romatelli of Oh, yeah, dude, have spent the past 700-plus episodes dishing out advice, shooting the shit, chopping it up, as we might call it, millennials. <sighs> shooting the shit about USA Today snapshots, talking about news, ranting about big moments and trivialities of life. The show is a foundational example of the comedy podcast wherein two smart friends riff while recording. Over the years, that format has spawned a million imitators. Often imitated, never duplicated. As they record more and more episodes, the duo has grown to become the old friends that listeners rely on for a no-nonsense point of view, maybe a little advice. Jonathan and Seth started recording episodes back in 2006 and have consistently put out a great show pretty much every week. Actually, every week, but thank you. Ad-free since then. Don't forget seatbelts. Where do you jump in? Because somebody might ask, where do I jump in? I'm a millennial, and I want to jump in. I don't in. have time. No, I don't have time. No, no. I have apps. You can get the whole archive of the show by supporting the show's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Otherwise, the wisecracking of Jonathan and Seth is best enjoyed in a current setting. Check out a recent free episode wherever podcasts are streaming. Just go from there. Jump on, jump off. That's what we say. Get in now. Get in. Hey. What's going on in your life? You want, you want to jump in? People say, hey, you know what? I had to dip. I had twins. Yo, my twins are fucking, they're eating now. I'm back in. They got teeth now. I'm back on my the show. My twins got teeth. I'm back in. That's what I was waiting for. I told my wife, the second these little rascals get teeth, I'm back, on I'm the back in. You guys ain't missed a beat. Thank you. Uprox, thank you. Thank you, Uprox. You know what? It was nice, you know, to be recognized after a decade. You know, you put the work in, you put it out there, you put yourself out there, really. Yeah. <laughs> you and a smart, handsome friend. And the second part, I think he said that. You, you riff. One smart friend, one handsome, friend. handsome friend. <laughs> Still going. 
I mean, the decade, that's a long time. You know, Jonathan, you started this podcast when you were 28 years old. I did. You're about to turn 43 in a few weeks. A few weeks? Well, give or take. <laughs> in, the, in the scope of our podcast. Yeah, the blip. The, the blip. The yeah. episodes. So you started at 28. I'm you ending moved, it at 48. You, you moved through your 20s, your 30s, your 40s. You're about to move in. How do you feel about moving into your third decade of podcasting in terms of actual decades? I wonder... You've done it in your own life. How many others share that title? Honor. Honor. <laughs> Position. Responsibility. Yeah. How many other podcasters are there oh. that have been podcasting in their 20s, 30s, and 40s? There's none. You might be the only one. And when we're inducted into the Podcasting Hall of Fame, there will certainly be a special accolade, asterisk, that will be placed to denote that achievement. 20s, 30s, 40s. Um, to move from February of 2006 to close out those four years, to do this decade, to move into January of 2020. I mean, I would certainly say that you know, we have been doing this show for, for longer than that. And that we probably certainly had hit our stride uh, by then, if not well before the, the uh, two, oh, 2010. Top of our game by the time the decade rolled around. And so... That's, we had four years under our belt. I, um, I can't think that... Well-oiled machine in January of 2010, dog. We'd already been going four full years. We we've done we've done a lot in that in that in those ten years. Uh, we've t covered a lot. We've talked a lot. It's been a lot of we've laughter been through in this a lot. space. Uh, I can't in this think, actual physical space. No, nowhere I can think of that. There's been more. It's Certainly from from my from there my some body. Guys working on the apartment above, and they they had to come in do some stuff and they just smiled when they walked in i was like guys they, they started belly laughing guys why are you belly laughing what's up why are you rolling around on and the, the ground and, and they were all just said i don't know it's just the energy in it's here. just in, i don't know it's con it's contagious it's like humor and so then they called some of the other workers down and then just all of a sudden i looked around and there were just <laughs> all these men six men <laughs> belly laughing on the ground on the ground <laughs> of my studio it might be another gas leak <laughs> <laughs> This episode 89 <laughs> and then uh, Mies was like well, I, I get it I understand it he gets it you know he it's also just... is not here he gets it so much he's in the closet <laughs> yeah. in the other room he's like oh fuck that so dude's it's here just, uh, I'm gonna dip out for all a these few belly, hours. Yeah, the guys are here all these belly laughers I just I don't know what it is I guess it's just the physical space um yeah yeah things uh, a lot of laughter right here your environment shapes you and you yes. shape the environment and so you know? when you're when your laughter, when I'm just being blinded by your baby blues and your white teeth, because all I'm getting is just joy emanating through me. People ask me, I'll be on Larchmont, why are you so joyful? Why are you so glowy and why joyful? Why do you glow your skin and you're just, you're full of joy? I don't know, man. I'm a millennial. That might be it. Uprox, you might have heard of it. They're like, no. I'm like, well, it's like a website. It's like on the World Wide Web. You know? For millennials. A website for millennials. You have a tablet? I do. Jonathan does. <laughs> got a tablet for my lady for Christmas. Do you got one? Don't worry about it. A new cafe culture is brewing in the San Francisco area where a growing number of coffee houses are banishing 
paper to go cups and replacing them with everything from glass jars to rental mugs and BYO cup policies. What started as a, as a small trend among neighborhood cafes to reduce waste is gaining support from some big names in the city's food and coffee world. Blue Bottle coffee house chain, which goes through about 15,000 to-go cups a month, and it's 70 U.S. locations. I didn't know they had it. that many locations now. Says it wants to show our guests and the world that it that we can eliminate disposable cups. Blue Bottle is starting small with a pilot program to stop using paper cups at two of its San Francisco branches in 2020 as part of a pledge to go zero waste by the end of next year. Coffee to go customers will have to bring their own mug or pay a deposit for a reusable cup, which they can keep or return for a refund. The deposit fee will probably be between $3 and $5, the company said. Starbucks Corporation and McDonald's Corporation shipped in $10 million to partner to a partnership with Closed Loop to develop a single-use cup that is recyclable and compostable. Starbucks plans to test newly designed recyclable cups in five cities next year, San Francisco, Seattle, New York, London, Vancouver, Canada. All right. I mean, it all starts in San Francisco. They start these trends. So you better get ready. Um... You, you, you better start. If you're worried about your cups, you better get ready, baby. Problem with that, I mean, they say bring, like, bring your own stuff. Like, I don't like the idea that somebody's like lips have like touched touched the the rim of whatever they're giving to the worker, and well, that's, then you know that they won't do it at. You get a refill price at Starbucks, okay. but like when I bring in my cup to have them like refill it, they throw my cup away and give me a new one. Oh hell yeah! Like they just take your cup from you and yeah, give you give a you new feet, cup. They're not gonna like put that. They're not allowed near... to health wise. I've so said like, are... can you use the same cup? And they're like, we're not allowed we're not to. Allowed to? Well, if, if you have a beard, definitely. Especially not. if just you have beard, a beard, beard especially thing. your gross oh, beard. Oh, you do have a gold tooth. Yeah, um, my manager said no, but thank you, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> But thank you. But then I can give them a cup that I just bring that they have no idea where it's been. It, it's been oh. up my fucking schutza or whatever for the last. This has what? been up my shusta. <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's something. Whatever a shusta is, you don't want a cup out of it in your house. But I can give them that and they fill that shit up. I don't up. know how they do. Yeah. In San Francisco, people come But in also they don't. You know what like though? You bring Sorry. This Bosch mug and walk Hold on. Blue bottle? They take my fucking cup. They make two shots of espresso in that own little thing. They pour that in. They steam a bunch of milk and they pour that in. My cup isn't touching I know, anything. But just, I know. What if it gets just I, just a tip? Just a, not just even one beard hair. The, the, exactly the aroma. The vapor of, of my vapor, my saliva. The saliva vapor is rising up through a chemical. You know anything about science? It's fun. <laughs> Super easy to understand. It's very talented. Uh, science, uh, coffee is a catalyst. I don't know if you know that. Caffeine is a catalyst. catalyst. So what if, yeah, your saliva vapor is rising. They're even just pouring it the in. The steam is pushing it, that steam, vapor yeah, out. And then it comes together. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Yeah. It's a chemical reaction. Yeah. And, and then, then all it, of a sudden, like, purple foam is just shooting like, out of the yeah, ceiling. Condenses on the steamer. Yep. and Waits. Holds and on. <laughs> condensation. One drop. And it's, yep. Exactly. And then and it goes. I, with, oh, can I have a shot of espresso? You sure can. In, jo in, uh, in Jonathan's vapor, his shoots of vapor. <laughs> Boom. In shot sick. 
I don't feel good. You yeah, it's because the challenge yeah. shoots of shoots vapors. Of vapor. Sorry. So, so we got to work this out. Well, what Starbucks is trying to do is make a compostable cup, which I think also already exists, but they're trying to develop it somehow else with somebody else. But I mean, I know that there are um, green plastics. I know that there's corn-based uh, uh, compostables. Okay. But I don't think the solution is... We're going to see. We're going to watch it happen over the next we few years. Do. It's a it's a it's a serious thing though because it's already a, a done deal, but There's I mean a lot of cups that you're using Man, day. it's like And they only have 70 locations. So how many were we using at Starbucks? Oh, can you fucking imagine? You know? And you're talking plastic and paper. You know, a lot think, of these places I don't was at even the Goat Starbucks today, they don't have straws. They're not out there. They just you don't have even to put ask them out. for them. Okay. But they shouldn't be there at all. Wouldn't if I walked up, but the thing is, is then when you asked for and something, Adrian Grenier pulled up in a Tesla, and you were and like, saw, and I looked over at him as you de-sheath a, a yeah, de- just like <laughs> hitting against my chest, like poorly <clears throat> trying to get it off. And Vince pulls up in a Tesla. I know. What are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, I don't know, Vince. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Run. Run. I don't know, Vince. I don't know, Vince. Run. Yeah. And they're running to Rodney Bingenheimer parking to go to denny's with his fucking transistor radio fucking lunchbox walking in all slow every day every single day i'm getting a breakfast salad at fucking sweet green he's getting flapjacks at the fucking denny's couple of hollywood bros every day we look at each other 67 gto 93 sundance we give each other a light nod how the fuck can he still drive that car he's so frail frail man it takes him he parks it at the Rite Aid in Gower Gulch and walks across the parking lot to the Denny's. 15-minute walk. I mean, I'm like, dog, I'll pick you up. I'll pick you up like a bride, and I'll cross you over the threshold of Denny's every morning. I'm here. I see you five days a week. Let me carry you. Come on. I love it. The mayor of By himself? Strip moved down to the, the mayor of sort of, I don't know what you'd call it. He's now the, he's the mayor of Gower Gulch. He's the mayor of the Gulch. And I'm like, I'll marry him. I'm governor, he's the I'm Gulch married. governor. He's the Gulch governor. And I'm the first wife, first. mistress. I'm first mistress of Gower Gulch. And I carry my boyfriend in across the threshold, his frail body, and I sit him down for flapjacks. And I cut his <laughs> flapjacks. Is that the rock and roll Denny's? No. The rock and roll Denny's was up on Sunset, right? That's not considered... I would think, no. It has, anything that rock and roll of that, be Ralph's right? cup has to be, yeah, up. I mean, we are Which in the, no That rock and roll land. Denny's is gone. We're in a no man's land. It's not a no man's land. Well, it's in terms of um, what it's, it's to become. It's the Gower Gulch. I guess you're right. It's an old western town. Yeah. Theme. Just chaps Shopping. going in there. Uh, well, no, because right across the street, you've got bougie shit now, right? Oh, yeah, you do. Sugar we fish? work, sugar fish, fucking some juicy place. Um, last week, we were it's having got a Roscoe's show right there. Not a no man's land. This is a this is a, a hub, a Hollywood hub. But but of what? Sunset Gower Studios. Yes, but of what? Who's claiming it? Is what I'm asking. I don't know. Who's claiming it? You know me and Rodney are. Yeah. Every day, couple of bros. Gower Goomba. Gower Goomba. Hey, it's a Gower Goomba gang. Get jackets made. Hey. Is that Starbucks still there? That's a shitty Starbucks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was in oh, there today. That's the worst Starbucks. That's my fucking Starbucks. That's the worst Starbucks. That's where all the bros hang. And those like janky security guards that they got yeah. there that like they, they bust, bust in from fucking Glendale yeah, or wherever the fuck. Eyeballing you. Just smoking. Are you allowed to smoke and be a security guard? <laughs> you like, are there. You, while you're working? You are there. We had a show and tell last week 
of a reggae fest. I challenged you to found it in record time. You found a sign that well, you used I, to hitchhike. Again, I don't. From, I, this is an audio podcast. I don't want to fucking turn this into a show and tell. It's a mixed media podcast. Thank you. Mixed media artists. Yeah. Are you a podcaster? I'm actually a professional mixed media artist. I'll prove that right now. I've got this right here. This is just a little something I wanted to show you that's also, I thought you might get a kick out of it. Now, this is from my eighth grade yearbook. And I had a teacher. I was taking Latin classes. Yeah. Well, you're how'd, Catholic. How'd that go? That was your neck. You have to do it how'd in order to enter the monastery. So... Uh, I was looking in the, uh, I guess the superlatives or, you know, one of the, don't you hate it when that was the page. And it was all the things, I guess, that the eighth grade students, don't you hate it when one person does something wrong in gym and everyone gets in trouble? Yeah. Yeah. I do hate that when I do something wrong and, and everyone, everyone else gets in trouble. Laps. Sorry, everybody. You all got to do laps now. Don't you hate it when Angel Buckley and Alexandra Derbogosian always talk and never get in trouble? Yes. I did hate that. So Who? whoever wrote that, thank you. Who? Angel Buckley and Alexandra Dobrogosian. Stop talking. Not getting in trouble. How hot were they? Oh, dog. <laughs> Angel? Angel Buckley. Angel Buckley. Yeah, Alexandra Dobrogosian. Ugh. Angels. Mrs. Ray says, shut up to the boys and please be quiet to the girls. Yeah. I had a particular problem with that. Mrs. Ray was my Latin teacher. So then we go into our remember wins. Uh, you remember when Todd Treffrey from last week fell face first into a campfire. Do you also remember when Todd Treffrey smashed his hand through a window? No, but sounds like Todd was getting crazy from fucking day eight. one <laughs> all the way to day two. Don't you hate it? Or this is remember when Mrs. Ray called Seth Romatelli a deaf, dumb, blind, paraplegic dwarf. Uh, You'll never I can't forget. say that now. I'll never forget it because it's affected me. <laughs> Led me to this day to this because you hadn't you hadn't sprouted yet. I, I think I was such a kind or of. Or was this like a role playing kind of? No, scenario? she was, used to get so angry at me in her class. So she said you were deaf, She's, dumb, I was a deaf, dumb, blind, paraplegic dwarf. So she was wishing this upon you. So this is a lawsuit. Oh, I mean, this happens today, my child. Go in there. Get her. See if she get her to call you a deaf, dumb, blind, paraplegic dwarf. Get it on your fucking iPhone 11 that I got you for Christmas. Um, money, 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 money. Um, you're fired, and you owe my child six hundred and ten thousand dollars. Remember when? So, then she writes. I get her all right here. She signs her uh, her picture right here. Seth, uh, these past two years have been memorable. My words about you in this book are priceless. I think she thought it was a joke. She also bestowed me with this award. This is the Thorn in My Side Award, which she dated, put a certificate on, and put a thorn on it. Give me that camera. Yeah, you're going to get that. Jeff, do you get this? A public school teacher gave this to me. This is a lawsuit. Jonathan, you, you there, must have been. There was. You must oh, have been. Oh, dog. The worst. Dog. Like, as annoying as me, but without any of the charm, <laughs> politeness, a like monster. any a monster. I can only hope that in the in the thirty odd years since that no one has taken my crown. 
The thorn in my side award bestowed upon Seth Rowentelli, Mrs. Ray, June 23rd, 1987. There is a gold leaf certificate and there is an actual crown. A thorn. Thorn. Thorn crown. Thorn crown, Jesus, taped to this. So what what grades? Seventh and eighth? Uh, seventh and eighth grade. And she was also your Latin teacher? She was my Latin teacher. But that was all she was? That was all she was. So this is just Latin class. Don't know much Latin, dog. No, I reckon you don't. Don't reckon I do. <laughs> but I got a card from her in high school. Guilty conscience? You tell me. Says, was, congratulations to a real winner. I've always wanted to fuck you. I've always wanted to fuck you in Latin. <laughs> Seth, saw the article in the paper. I had to send you a card to the student I once referred to as a deaf, dumb, blind, paraplegic dwarf. You really made it. I won the Hugh O'Brien Youth Leadership Scholarship went in high school. It's for leaders. Is it? Yeah. Who did you lead? National leaders. So when she read about my accolades she in the newspaper. But she rewrote the fact that you were a deaf dumb. She wrote the she whole thing? She made sure she put it all back in there. She made sure she reminded me, this is in high school, of what she said about me in the eighth grade. Lawsuit. Lawsuit. You Lawsuit. really made it. Well, Jonathan, when you went into accolades such as that, when you're a leader... You uh, you attend a conference. How many for years leaders. later is this? This was uh, when I was a junior, sophomore, sophomore, a junior. So for years, no, just every two. night, <laughs> just two. She goes to sleep thinking about two things: fucking you, fucking me, <laughs> and apologizing to me, hoping that she can do both on the same night. I will fuck him and then apologize to him. Uh, whichever order he wants, <laughs> however he wants it. Whatever works for you in Latin. <laughs> it's all backwards in Latin it's anyway. It's backwards. Right? <laughs> so, oh, shit, yeah, man. Yeah, um, in keeping with, uh, with our show and tell. I mean, dog, there's a fucking thorn, and it's taped, and that's a pretty elaborate presentation. I can only imagine that maybe those two years, as she said, were memorable. Um, I can't imagine me in those classes... Um, being anything but being anything other than a, a obnoxious I mean, well you're, i'm taking latin like what are we doing here yeah i didn't mean to say also i said n minus the charm i didn't mean that as much as that i was i was very friendly with my teachers i was also just very very obnoxious and loud and and jokey and and unable to pay attention but they hated the how bad I was in class, but they were fond of me. But I, that was because I, I wanted to be liked by them, which I don't think you probably possess that same desire. Oh, I, it was my allegiance was solely to my fellow students <laughs> in giving them what they needed, a respite from this, from all this, this eploribus stuff. Let me give you this respite, fellow <laughs> students. Let the laughter commence. <laughs> wow, Fuck, man. Deaf, dumb, blind, paraplegic dwarf. Excuse me? Excuse me? Did, you could probably still, maybe because the, the statute of limitations has been lifted, maybe. I, with all this documentation you, you I could have probably, to bring to court. probably have a, a, a case. If I found an attorney, Larry H. Parker, for instance, uh, an attorney that can handle this. Well, do you have any proof? Uh, Bam. Here. Her own words. Years, years later. later. In, the card, in the yearbook. Actual certificate. You think she's my, still with in us? In my pain. Is she still with us? 
Interesting question. Because if not, you go after the her children. I could probably get the kids. <laughs> do you think? Uh, do, do you think? think she, I don't. How old was? Do you think she was when you were doing this to her? I was in eighth grade, so she was seventy. You know, like all <laughs> teachers, she was probably thirty. You know what I mean? Right. That she was like a hundred. Yeah, the school, as far was as like, you were concerned, yeah. the hallways were sixty feet wide, and all the teachers were eighty. <laughs> what? Hallway was foot. six feet wide. Your teacher was twenty seven. Fresh out of college. Yeah, she was twenty seven years old. I don't know. Lawsuit. Pend lawsuit. Pending. Pending. Pending lawsuit. Twenty twenty pending lawsuit <laughs> for emotional distress. Romatelli huh? Ray. Yeah. The Romatelli versus Ray. Ray. Emotional distress. I'm seeking twenty one million dollars. How can a how can a boy become a man and make it in this world when in his mind? His most trusted teacher, a confidant, looked him dead in the eye and in front of all of his students so she could have her moment, looked him dead in the eye and said, do you know what you are? And I said, a wonderful man and student. No, you're a deaf, you're dumb, you're blind, you're a paraplegic dwarf. Don't know what any of it means. Well, the first half is a, is a who song. To a, just a, a cacophony of laughter amongst 12 year olds. Ah, I can picture it now. Ah, no, you I ran home. To stop for a happy meal. 2020. This, her family, they've been living high on the hog, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Trips to Italy. Three trips a year to Italy. Speaking Latin. Romatelli, Let's go to the Vatican. Let's Romatelli read the Bible. V. Ray, not Romatelli a, V. Ray. It comes. 2020. Not in August 2020. <laughs> when you get hit with that lawsuit. You take the Ray family down. Yep. <laughs> the Rays. <laughs> Destroyed the Rays. I have to. It's your... It, this is the year of it. Yeah, it's enough is enough. Enough is enough. <laughs> Ray V. Romatelli. <laughs> Coming to a theater near you. <laughs> oh, shit, man. I don't have... Uh, uh, there's there's very... Oh, I have a few teachers that I still follow on. Uh, Pornhub and... <laughs> Pornhub and stuff. No. LinkedIn, no. Pornhub, um, my free cams. No. <laughs> you know, the huge... <laughs> Chatterbait. Um, <laughs> just to check in. They taught me. They, ta they taught me everything. <laughs> they I taught knew. me all the things. No, that uh, I, I see on Facebook and stuff. But these these were people that basically I didn't. These were more the staff. Uh, what would it be? Personnel, like not teachers, like more yeah, like yeah. people that believed in me that yeah. didn't have to deal with me on a daily basis being yeah. a nightmare. And they're still like, hey, it's great that you're doing okay. Yeah. But I don't think any teachers that I had are like, hey, it's nice to see you. Checking <laughs> in. Like, how are you? I hope you're good. Hope, hope, hope you're well. <laughs> no. You still a dwarf? <laughs> you still a paraplegic dwarf? Um, I mean, I'm really emotional what it did to me. It fucked me up. I mean, I know. I'm fuck sure. I don't see how it couldn't have. How could that not fuck you up? I asked the jury. I mean, my, excuse me, my attorney. My peers. My attorney asks the jury. Um, it's going to be a big year. That's going to be a glow up like you've never fucking seen. Uh, what do we got here? Oh, World Cup. 
Uh, World Cup champion Megan Rapinoe has vowed. Rapino. Rapino, excuse me, has vowed um, to fight for equal pay until she is quote unquote in the grave. But according to a new report, uh, we'll all be in the grave before women earn the same amount as men do. At current rates of change, the global gender pay gap will close in 257 years. All right, something to look forward to. The World Economic Forum reported, that's even worse than last year when the organization estimated it would take 202 years to close the gap. Quote, none of us will see gender parity in our lifetimes and nor likely will many of our children. The annual Global Gender Gap Report, which launched in 2006, measures gender equality in 153 countries across four categories, economic participation, educational attainment, health, and political empowerment. Iceland, what's up? Happy birthday, Frosty. Iceland topped the charts as the most gender equal country in the world for the 11th time in a row, uh, tailed by Norway, Finland, and Sweden. Always, right? They got that part figured out. The United States fell two spots from last year's gender equality, uh, coming in at 53rd. Okay. <laughs> out okay. of 153 countries. All That's right. not that good. Okay. I would hope top 20. How about top 50? How about... No. no. <laughs> the country's standstill is the result of a lack of progress towards equal wages and income. Well, duh. <laughs> Women earn less than men do, and it's getting worse, the report says. That's because women have been hit by a triple whammy. Women are highly represented in many jobs that have been replaced by automation, uh, are under rep underrepresented in the emerging technology roles, and they shoulder a disproportionate amount of child and sick care work, the report says. Oh, man. Fucking shit. That's dire, dog. That's our new podcast. That's dire, dog. Where we fucking confront the social issues that we need to worry about. So Iceland up in the, um, how those countries are always like, right. They're the happiest. Every time they do an index, happiest countries, healthiest, fittest, whatever. What do you, th you were there. How do they have, what, what are we just so, well, our shit is so entrenched. Yeah. There's, so there's, there's that. Come there's, back out of it. there's, I would say there is. Um, there are progressive ideas that were set into motion there that have not been derailed or hindered by, um, by, by politicians since they began. Whereas we've had all of these Everything's been concepts. Set and ideas and fights on our hands since the 60s but they've constantly been sort of like reset you 60s. know well that? before that but i'm saying with the with the war civil rights and those types of things ever since then we've come up with ingenious ways that like wouldn't it be great if we did it this way wouldn't it be great if we did it that way okay. and those things start gaining and also the feminist movement in the 60s i mean in that period of time obviously progressive ideas since long before then since you know we came here and we're like maybe we don't pay for this tax tea anymore but um but really and for us for this you know i mean iceland was 
a hundred years ago was a, a fishing, you know, a country of fishing villages. I mean, you're yeah. talking about the most progressive country in the world hasn't even, you know, was, was, was living in a, in a very isolated, almost medieval, you know, setting in, in, in ways only a hundred years ago, we've been here doing things, but there's constantly been these setbacks. Whereas it seems as though they're progressive, progressiveness uh is something that maybe is shared amongst both both liberals and conservatives alike that progressiveness is not really uh as much of a arguing or or stifling people within that you know for 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 choices isn't really a part of it like it's not something that they use as a as a okay. as a point, but also scream libtard vegan cucks. Well, yeah, exactly. That it, no, they can still oh, do, they that, do that, but they don't want to. Um, and not to say that they don't have their own problem with with you know uh, racism or or uh, yeah, extreme national you know uh, nationalist kind of concepts and stuff oh, like so that. Racist over there. Well, Iceland I, is racist. I would say that Reykjavik is racist. I wouldn't say that Iceland is as racist as I found. You know. Um, maybe like Copenhagen to to have a feel of like it's it's not racist. It's just wildly underrepresented, and so there's no real telling what the what the reaction would be or or not because there's there's no there's there's a seemingly a lack of diversity that I would think maybe makes things um easier to deal with because. That you don't have to actually deal with them for lack of a better you know what i'm saying yeah. you don't have to face racist issues if there's no if there's no racial so diversity what are, you, what are you advocating for what what are you advocating i'm just for? saying we should all just have our own countries yeah, what are we you know no you? i'm saying it's it's tough what? to Man, it's tough to, to say to whether or not that there's racism is an issue there because there's not enough racial diversity oh, okay, okay. for those conflicts to to rise to to come to the surface Whereas here we're kind of inundated with all of these different, um, with different cultures trying to make a go of it all together. Well, why can't the ladies other get, thing why can't is ladies get paid? these countries are much much smaller, tiny. Teeny so tiny. the idea of implementing certain ideas and programs, it's you know, um, it's maybe a bit easier to see those things through and also see the benefits and the results of those things in a quicker way which would enthuse or encourage you. the citizens to continue to in to continue to do it whereas here it seems like anything that happens we can't tell a difference it's like oh you know it, it's did that it, work I did, don't know. we have no fucking idea okay so uh but like i said i think there is a They, they are proud of their progressiveness. It's become a point of pride with, with a lot of those Norse countries. And, and like I said, that I think it's something that obviously there are outliers, but that, that progressiveness is not, um, Why are they so happy? That, that I don't know. They got streaming services. I do believe they have streaming services. They have good clothes. They, that makes them happy. They, they dress cool. Uh, a lot of very good-looking people, I would say, per oh, capita. Okay, so just you think everyone just dressed so I mean, well? It's being dressed so well, we look good. I mean, it's hard to be in a bad services. mood. We have streaming services. Again, they're Omega. The winters maybe? are brutal, a but lot of, a lot of they're getting their 
a lot of omegas from their diet. So maybe that's a lot of omegas. Maybe, maybe about the omegas, have they looked into omegas? Um, but I think I think that has something to do with it. Omegas. It's just uh, omegas mostly. Fish oil. Fish oil, if you will. If we implemented more fish oil in our diets, hundred percent. You think that we the whole might, might whole attitude of the country might around. change? Absolutely. You know what? Yeah, there's this crazy podcast implemented. They said fish oils. We we it's tried called the it. omega the way movement. We put the you know in the water in the tap water. You know how there's instead like, of fluoride, we yeah, started we putting, putting omegas. omegas, and just everyone was just like groovy. <laughs> The Omega Movement. The Omega. The American Mo Omega Movement Omega of 2020. Movement 2020, it really changed things. We bumped women up from 53 to 52. Well, yeah. And we said, hey, you only have to wait 300 fucking years to make what I make. Okay, bitch. Is that cool with you? Listen. Nine generations later, you might make as much as me. Until then, I said no. I would think that if we couldn't get into the top 10 within a few years, that we'd I, have to rethink some things. Well, I, 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 that's You'd just, have to that doesn't, some That doesn't things. seem right. Does not seem right. Two elderly sisters have completed their goal of attending mass at every single Catholic church in the Archdiocese of New Orleans. It took them nearly 20 years. Beverly Kelly and her mother, Pat Mahaffey, crossed the final church off their list just this past weekend when they attended an 11 a.m. mass at the St. Joseph Abbey Church near Covington. It was the 160th church where these sisters attended mass. That's more than the 120 churches and chapels that are in the archdiocese. Some churches have closed since they started their journey, and they also went to some churches outside of the New Orleans area. They aimed for one church a month, figuring that that would take them roughly 10 years, according uh, to their calculations. But they revisited many churches along the way, and they were delayed when Hurricane Katrina struck. Two other sisters were originally part of this you say sisters, you mean genetic sisters or nuns? Sisters. Family. Two others were originally part of the effort, but they died. That made, that made this past Mass very emotional. We were a very close family. Sybil, one of the sisters, was sort of the instigator in this, this idea, this church quest. So I said a prayer, God, I'm sorry you couldn't spare her to complete this, but I feel like she's watching us. And then the other sister added, I, in my heart... I, I know they're here with us. I, wonderful, heartwarming, 120 churches took them 20 years. <laughs> Maybe they would have fucking been there if you got off your asses and got this done in less double, than 20 double years. Time. Double time, dude. Not even double time. You come up with an idea. We're going to go to all 120 churches. Okay, well then, like, why'd you go to this one eight times and not this one once? Jonathan, 120 churches. I'm doing the math. I, dude, I did four when we were there for a weekend. Hold on. So What's how many years? Took them 20 years to get to 120 churches. Some have closed. So what is that? So on average, that's one church every 60.8 days. Wait a minute. So every month and a half you go to church? No, two months. Two, we, two months. Dude. Dude. It's uh, they could have maybe done. They said they were trying to Listen, shoot for one a month again. One a month. <laughs> well, that would have been. Dog, I could do. We could do what? Two a week, easy. How long would that have taken us? If we went to two churches a week in the in the archdiocese of New Orleans, how long would it take us to get to? It would have taken churches? ten years to do it. What if you and I'm I do two a week? Easy. Wait, so you're saying if you and I did it? Easy. Two. Can we go to two services a week? Yeah. 
I mean, that's a lot. Hour? One a week. Two a week. One a week. We got a plan here. Two a week. Come on with me, brother. It's my idea in Quest. I want you to die before it's over. Hate to have you looking down on me. Two a week. Two a week. That's a lot of that's Easy. a lot of praying. Easy. All right. How long does it take? Like a month. Oh. <laughs> no, I don't know. How long? 120 churches, two a week. Like 10 weeks. It's 52 weeks in a year. Uh, yeah. So. A year? Is that right? A year? Yeah. Have it done by Christmas 2020? A year and a half. I, I mean, I you met me going to two masses a week for a year and a yeah, half, though. I might on, change. Summer that off. might change me. You could change you. And then there could be some super duper old people. That I'd turn. rather just do it straight through. One a day? One a day for 120 days. 120 days with Matt Pinfield, John and Larkett, and Seth Rowan tell you. They go to every church in the... In the crazy new show, New Orleans, Louisiana. Uh, Slayer was there. Like they got all. Uh, I don't like the idea of of going twice a week for a year. So you say we could do it 120 three months. Three months took them 20 years, (laughs) and me and you could do it in three months. It's cute that they did it though. It's phenomenal. I just I don't know. I wouldn't say it's phenomenal. I should have thought about (laughs) the the other two. You know, if this takes 20 years, but they they probably could have known a few years ago like we might want to just at least step it up like what let's i let's get do, through this last leg a little quicker than because we're not gonna all I necessarily do, be here i would robe you up what and does that mean? i'd robe you up like our dear friend jc and i'd bring you to the oldest people in each parish and i'd have you sit sort of diagonal from them and stare at them <laughs> and see what they do then when they tap their husband to look, we duck you down, and you're not there. And then they think, did I just just see Jesus? (laughs) But what we do, because it's a hidden camera prank reality show, we get him in the supermarket as well. We robe you up. She's getting a Kraft mac and cheese. This is the same woman three weeks later. We make a little squeak from a, car- from a shopping cart that makes her look up, and you just pass. When she looks up from the aisle, you pass by. She puts the craft down. She walks up to peek. Gone. We got you hidden. We do this to her over the course of 20 years. <laughs> Until Once it's just, a week. Uh, you know, no. We, take, we took two years off. But then we came back but then at we her. came back and hard. went every day for 120 days <laughs> until she was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, man. This is a great show. It's a great show <laughs> of psychological trauma. I just feel bad. You want to finish it together. You don't want them to not be there. Guys, I don't want to be an asshole. And I know Katrina was, it got crazy because you're all underwater. But like, step it the fuck up yeah they've they 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 you botched it you phoned it in you phoned this shit in (laughs) what are you gonna say when you get up there how long did it take guys well we thought it was gonna take 10 years Uh, it actually took 20 (laughs) took twice so you picked an arbitrary number that was insanely easy to do it in and then it took you twice as long (laughs) i mean it's just mass it's just mass (laughs) it's like an hour and an exorcism (laughs) It's an hour. It's 45 minutes. Wow. Yeah, well. Yeah, well. You know, we live and we learn. 
We went to some a couple of times. We went to one 180 times. And what about the others that you didn't get to? Well. It closed. Um, Let me see what we have here. Okay. We'll get a show. This was episode what? It was 766 episodes. 766 ep- episode 766 of I Yeah Dude, America Through the Eyes of Two American Americans. Um, you will be listening to this in 2020. We will still be will our our persona, our vision, our psychology, our aura, and our energy will still be coming at you from the past. From the past. We hope that um, that that's okay. That you don't. I hope it's not palpable. I hope that when you're laughing to this episode, you don't think, "I know they did this in 2019. I feel it." I can because just, probably this, because this show the just shows in 2020 reeks so, of 2019. This show, it's basically 2019. It's drenched. It's, it's drenched in 2019. It's basically, it's, it's, uh, it's the dude from Empire. The visual representation of this episode is that full slow met or Smollett. It's 2019, is what I'm saying. Bada bing. Um, is he coming back? He'll he'll be back. Yep. Um, if, uh, if you, we don't do, we don't do much of this, um, but we don't do much of, <laughs> we definitely love you, but you know, we love you. Uh, but if you could consider if you've been listening to this show for a while, or even if you've just, you've just joined us, um, the show is commercial free and it's advertising free and we are listener supported which means that the only way that we make money is if you are willing to give us some of it. Um, the best way to do that is to either uh, pledge to us on Patreon or to, I guess, if you wanted to just send us a few bucks on a one-time type thing, you could Venmo us at uh, UYD4L. That's UYD number four, letter L, like UYD for life. Our Patreon is just patreon.com. Oh, uh, yeah, dude. Uh, if you sign up on Patreon, you get access to the archives and you get access to all of these videoed episodes that we do here. Um, it is uh, our lifeblood and it is um, an absolute uh, honor honor to be able to live from um, our listeners' dedication and, and uh, support financial and support. So I do remind you that by listening to the show, by, um, by pledging... You are helping to support one of the definitive voices of the past decade. We shaped within. We shaped the decade. Well, Jonathan, we I molded guess, the 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 narrative. I mean, we're right. It has us and then cereal. Like, hello, cereal's like the biggest thing that has ever happened in the world, not just in podcasting. Cereal's the single biggest thing that's ever happened in our lives. Correct? I don't know. Haven't listened to it. Don't know. But. We'll tell you, I have listened to I Yeah Dude. Um, Is that too guilty? Not guilty? What's the deal with that? I don't know. Maybe he's in jail? Hope he's not guilty if he's in jail, but I hope he rots in hell if he is. <laughs> so. Problem with that is, I have no, I have, the only thing I know about Serial is when I finish listening to it, which I won't because I don't care, I won't know if he's guilty or not, and that'll just make me mad. Yeah. If I knew that you could know, that I could know, sign me up. I don't care. Yeah. I'm in. Is he not guilty? Well, I'll stand in front of the courthouse. I'll I won't, because I still don't care. Is he guilty? Well, then at least I'll sleep better at night knowing we got him. If you're not going to tell me what it is, then don't. Don't, don't even tell me about <laughs> don't it. Don't get me in on it. 
Don't leave me, me in on don't it. Don't get me involved. Serial with a C, get that out. Don't care. Yeah. What is he guilty or not guilty? I have no idea. Okay. I think I don't know. Okay. I mean, they did that with me and with us and making a murderer. <laughs> I can't figure it out. <gasps> I don't did think he that, do it? I don't know. He's stuck. Did they plant that? He did it? He didn't. He didn't? I don't think Such so. Such a creep. He did it. Who did it? <laughs> I don't know. He did it. I don't know. He didn't do it? Why do they do that to us? Well, because I think it gets somebody's, it really gets certain Ooh, people's goat. It gets my goat to my goat. <laughs> um, so you could also go to the website and buy some merch from us. Uh, but obviously the most important is that, you know, the show is free and it stays free hey, for listen everyone. To listen to it. Tell, tell a friend. 888-842-2357. But if you, uh, if, you, if you could think that going into 2020, it might be... Uh, a nice resolution to make to support your favorite weekly podcast, then, then, uh, hopefully we, we make it onto that, uh, that list. Um, I, you know what I'd really love? We got to make a list for this decade. It's not this, this is not real unless we can do it again. What? Make next decade's list. Up rocks. 2030. 2030. Up rocks. Best podcast of the 2020s. If that website is around on 2020, it, dog, that'd be enough. That'd be amazing. And we did it again. God, you know we were the number one podcast for the 2010s and the 2020s, and now it's January of 2030, and we're still chopping it up. Still chopping. Yeah, the Smithsonian came. They actually how old will the you be? And then they cut out the apartment, and you can actually sit in it like fucking. You'll be like 60. I'll be probably in my early 70s. <laughs> No, I mean, it, I'll be 53. In 10 years, you'll be 53. Which will make you 63. 59. 50-something. 50 <laughs> I don't know, bro. Bro, that's if cool. If all we have to look forward bro, to that's cool. is Up Rocks' list, no, then oh, I am like, I am, I am on a suey watch no. as of For the next right 10 now. Years, I, my plan is to be in December 2029, Up Rocks' best podcast. <laughs> no, I, I, I should be on suey watch. And the from, day someone calls 888-842-2357 on December 17th, 2029, like, you did it. <laughs> you did it. And you're like, what? Did what? <laughs> Get him. Who is this? Did what? Quit calling my phone. You stop calling this landline. It's all I have. Mizu, where's Mizu? Uh, Mizu's gone, been dead, dog. bro. Mizu's been dead for six years, homie. Yep. Mizu. Mizu. What are these crustacean temptations? He's not here, man. Oh, that's my fucking... Be like, you know, some uh, college girls like living in the apartment across the way. Like, like I don't, guess this guy, this guy, don't, don't. If he opens the door, close it. Don't let him get you. Are those yoga pants? You're still doing yoga? If you that door opens, if you even think that he's coming out of that door, don't, Amanda, under any, close the door. Don't under any circumstances. And, and don't engage him. Because he'll tell you, I guess there were things called podcasts. They were like, I don't know, people like listen to in their car and shit when people had to like, remember how they had cars? Oh, sweet. Remember when people had cars and they drove them actually? Remember how funny that is when your older brother used to talk about he used to drive his car? Well, the only way to fill the time doing that because you had to manually drive it yourself was to listen to shit. Like what? Like an audiobook? Yeah. No, 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 no. no like, like, like dudes talking about what? I don't know, like commercials? I don't know. 
energy drinks. I don't know what they, but he did one for like 30 years. And it's like, you have to, I, one you, time he opened up the door, he didn't see me and I looked in. And I was crying. And I he was, was crying. crying. He, he was crying. crying. <laughs> he was crying. And then made me cry. Cause there's like all this like memorabilia and stuff in the show. He li- he just lives in it. Yeah, piles of it. He piles of it. <laughs> there's a there's oh, there's like tens of thousands. Uh, remember my ex boyfriend uh, Daryl? You remember Daryl? Daryl broke in once when he was at Pavilions, and there's ten thousand postcards, and they're like index cards. Excuse me, and postcards. There's Korean. There's an entire wall, <laughs> and it's Korean. done with Korean postcards. Dude is fucking weird, man. Don't open that door. Don't open that door. I know, and that car, yes, that car still drives. Um, so that's what it. Keep that. Keep that in your mind. Make that happen. Keep that in your. Keep in that your, in your mind when you sleep at night. <laughs> Come back for seven hundred and sixty-seven, uh, and as Seth said, if this is reaching you on the other end of a of a new uh, a new decade, then wow, happy isn't new that year. Amazing? And here, uh, yeah, we'll, here uh, we go. We'll be, we'll be, we'll be back super duper soon with, with um, audio recordings from 2020, from beyond. To think that we'll be here, it's going to be hard when Jeff and Jonathan leave tonight, and I say goodbye to my boys. The final show of the decade. I'm gonna be fucking. Bust, I'm gonna be busted up. up. I'm busted gonna, up. I'm gonna be busted up tonight. Hey, bras, I'll see you next decade. Get it? Get in here. Seatbelts. Someone